Locals know the SCN Sports app is the most trusted sports betting app in Nevada. They have convenient sign-up locations across Las Vegas. So download the SCN Sports app today. Download and get a bonus up to $500 when you sign up at any of our convenient locations. TickPick should be your first choice to buy football tickets because they save fans money by never charging any service fees ever. TickPick is the exclusive ticketing partner for Vegas Nation and Blue Wire Network. Vegas Nation sponsored by Station Casino's STN Sports. Download the app and get a bonus up to $500 when you sign up. You're listening to Vegas Nation. It's time for takeaways with me, Heidi Fink. And obviously, we just lost rugs in our net, our two first-round picks in a period of seven days. So uh, am I sick to my stomach right now on a lot of levels? Yes. Um, I mentioned we found the risk acceptable after doing more homework on our net than anybody we've done in the, in the years I've been here. Um, and obviously, we missed. And that is 100% on me. Welcome, everybody, to the Takeaways edition of the Vegas Nation podcast. It's your host here, Heidi Fang. And today, I have a very special guest lined up for you. It's Harry Ruiz from the Raiders Spanish radio broadcast, La Nación Raider founder. You can hear him also on 1460 AM here in Vegas, La Nación on the Portes Vegas. Uh, Harry, before I welcome you to the show, I just want to remind everybody to say... Subscribe and then click it on your computer or wherever you're listening, your phone. <laughs> Make sure you hit subscribe on the broadcast and also check out everything that we're doing in print and online with VegasNation.com. Today's show is brought to you by STN Sports, that's Station Casinos. Download that mobile app today and get a bonus of up to $500 when you sign up. We're also presented to you by TickPick on Blue Wire. Harry, first of all, Welcome to the show. Hi, Heidi. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. It's an honor. Oh, man, I'm just happy to have you on because of uh, the things that are happening right now with the team, the way the AFC West work uh, is lining up to look um, the, the the Giants game. Yes, it was a setback. But overall, I think this team has shown a lot of strides. And I think that down the stretch here, they have a very important game with the Chiefs, which we'll get into. But I wanted to get your take on what this AFC West looks like right now, because right now you see all these teams with five wins. It's pretty crazy. The Raiders have the Chiefs ahead. What do you see when you look at this division? It's very competitive. Nobody thought that the Chiefs were going to struggle as much as they have at this point of the season, but we'll take it. If you asked Raider Nation before the season that by week nine, every team in the division was going to have five wins, including the Raiders, everybody would have signed that check and taken it. And to be honest, I'm liking what's happening right now. The Raiders, they're struggling with the hardest part of the schedule, not only because of their opponents, but what has happened with the organization and former members of it. And they're still with five wins. So in my opinion, the best is yet to come. And it's all about what the team is going to be able to do in the next couple of weeks. Right. And like I said ahead, they have the Chiefs game. But when you look back on this past week against the Giants, what do you think has been the issue right now for the Raiders? Is it that the they're missing Henry Ruggs there uh, on the field, that they don't have that deep threat? So the defenses don't um, kind of look, you know, to take the top off there. They don't have somebody to take the top off. Or is it more of looking at um 
the fact that the timing was off and the red zone struggles are a real thing right now for the team. What, what are the things would you really put your finger on for what has been the struggle against the Giants and how the Raiders move? Yeah, forward? it was definitely two things: red zones and turnovers. If you see Derek Carr during the first seven games of the season, he had a total of five turnovers, and then against the Giants alone, he had three: two interceptions and one fumble that he lost. The first fumble that the Raiders have lost in this. 2021 season. So it was the combination of both factors. And of course that red zone, I mean, it, the team has to be better in that position. And personally, I didn't understand why in that first red zone, they used Josh Jacobs twice. And then in the other five red zones combined, they used them two times. So they got to look at their horse. They got to feed him the ball. They got to let him play in those 20 yards of the opposition where you got to be effective and the team has to use them. I mean, I know, know that this season hasn't been one of those seasons that Josh Jacobs has been able to do it as a rookie in 2019. And then in the second year in the season in 2020, but you still got to give him the ball. You got to feed him in the red zone and he'll make plays. And unfortunately the Raiders weren't able to do it in New York besides that first offensive drive. But I feel that that's something that the team can fix. And you brought it up perfectly. Rugs not being there. Well, guess what? Now you got a guy that you can just plug and play in his spot in Deshaun Jackson. Yeah, let's talk about that signing for the Raiders made official uh, yesterday. And Deshaun Jackson, he's still, you know, still got it for being 34 years old, right? Absolutely. And I was listening to Lincoln Kennedy last week when the, when Deshaun was released. Lincoln said that he doesn't like his route running. But the positive thing is the speed is still there. You saw that game between the Rams and the Bucks, uh week three, if I'm not uh, I'm not mistaken with mm -hmm. that. His speed is still there. And that's what the Raiders need. They don't need the best route runner in the league. They just need someone that's going to be a distraction for the safeties and open up spots for the rest of the team. So in my opinion, Deshaun Jackson is the perfect solution for the Raiders in this 2021 season for the nine ga games that are left in the regular season and hopefully a postseason run as well. And this team, the defense has really stepped up as well. We saw a lot of big things out of them with um, the team being able to like, for instance, Carl Nassib, his stop being able to read what these uh, guys were trying to do on some of the trickery plays that they had lined up. Uh, he was not fooled. What have you really liked about the Raiders defense this year? When you reflect on last year and see how they've grown. Oh man, they're, they're doing such a great job. The pressure that they're putting on the quarterback is amazing. They still got, to fix that rush defense because they're allowing too many yards by the running backs and the quarterbacks and the Raiders they've played now I think four of the top five running quarterbacks in the league so it won't get as difficult now towards the end of the season but that uh that the ability to put pressure on the quarterback has been incredible and you look at the yardage that New York was able to get in this game, it was the least amount of yards that the Raiders allowed since week eight of last season. And that game was that Cleveland game where the weather just played crazy on both offenses. So this defense is getting better. The secondary is doing a good job. Uh, even that touchdown by Engram, you see Jonathan Abram, he was right there. And if he was two inches taller, he would have been able to make the play right there. But it wasn't what happened. But I like this 17 points, Heidi. If you take away that pick six by the Jack. Yeah, Giants defense, 
this de- the Raiders defense did a good enough job to be able to win that that game, but that pick six ended up being the difference in the scoreboard. Yeah, it did. And I, I feel like at that point, you know, then Carr started to force it a little bit more. And then, you know, there were just mistakes uh, that happened that led to the, the loss being the end-all be-all for this team. But uh, lots of room here to improve and work on rebounding against the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, when you talked about the secondary there, of course, we uh, have to bring up the dismissal of Damon Arnett being waived here by the Raiders. Um, you know, Mike Mayock, I think said it best that while losing rugs and Arnett made him sick to his stomach. And we heard that clip earlier here in the, the beginning of the show. Um, he also said that there are a lot of great things that the 2019 class did. There's a lot of promise in still what happens with the 2021 class, the 2020 class. There's, you know, I think right now, Brian Edwards may be the saving grace. John Simpson's good. You know, he's still um, in there on the starting line for this uh, offensive line. But when you think about um, what's happened with our net, I mean, what would you say, um, you know, could come of the the dismissal from him and just like how the team moves on without him. Well, that has to be a learning lesson, not only for the front office, but also for the rest of the players, not only with the Raiders, but all around the league and in college football. Damon Arnett sent those videos to someone via direct message. And that person, what did he do? He screenshot it. He screen recorded it and and shared it on social media. And now a player is out of a job because of it. And that shows you it's like you got to be careful with everything you do because it can end up taking away your job. So uh, the Raiders, uh, they did the right. They took the right decision of course uh, everybody looks at when the video started circulating online and i think it was around friday and i think the raiders didn't want that to become a distraction if they had waved damon over the weekend and waited until after the game and now this has happened it has to be a learning lesson not only for the team but for the players and everyone just be careful what you do with with your phone because it can end up uh changing your life Yeah, well said, you know, and I think everybody can understand that, you know, you may have made a mistake here or there in your life, but in this case with Arnett, I mean, that was pretty egregious of what he said and did. I'm not going to go into all the details, but I'm sure everyone out there already knows what had happened with Arnett. We are also joined right now on Takeaways once again by Director of Race and Sports for Station Casinos. That's Chuck Esposito. This is our weekly Station Casinos STN Sports betting segment. Chuck, thank you so much for taking the time to join me today. Oh, sure, Heidi. It's great to be on with you guys again this week. First, before we get into week 10, I wanted to get your take on maybe some of the action here from week nine uh, with the Bills, particularly uh, the Jags come in, they cover against the Bills. I don't think a lot of people were expecting that one. What is your take on some of the action here from week nine? You're absolutely right. I, last week with, with Sam, I told him there was a kind of a, a naughty four letter word, J-E-T-S. That's great for <laughs> Great for our side of the counter. And this week, it's a new four-letter word, and that's J-A-G-S, and that's the Jags um, winning outright against the Bills. Uh, You can clearly say that um, week nine, the puppies were barking, and they were barking loud. You had the the Jags went outright against the Bills. The Broncos went outright against the Cowboys. The Titans on Monday night football go in and beat the Rams without a Derrick Henry. And then the Giants beat the Raiders, all four Really good games for our side of the counter. Um, it's kind of gone both ways. Betters had a great stretch in um, in October, three straight weeks that they did well. But this was a good week for us, especially with all those dogs coming in, especially those four. 
Yeah. Would you say that there was any like bad beat in week nine? Um, I'm trying to think of a game that really came down to the wire that, that caused the bad beat. I'd say if, if anyone, maybe if you had the, the bears on the, on the money line on Monday night football, um, you know, they had a phantom kind of call that reversed a touchdown, a taunting call that gave Pittsburgh an opportunity to keep a drive going and they kicked the field goal and ended up winning right at the end of the game. But overall, it was just a week that was kind of dominated by, by dog play. I think for the most part, it was uh, something that, you know, up and down the board, you looked at it was really good for our side of the counter, but I don't recall a really, really bad beat. Um, over the course of the pro football weekend. Well, you did mention what happened there with the Raiders, Las Vegas Raiders dropping to the Giants and in terms of sports betting, Giants covering. Um, when you look at the points total, though, I think I believe if I remember right, when the week started, this comes in on the under. Uh, would you predict that the Raiders in week 10 come ahead and uh, probably have like a high set over or how, do, how does that work coming in against the Chiefs when you think about what they've looked like offensively and how they turned out against the uh, Green Bay Packers this week. Well, it's definitely one of the, the higher totals on the board. Um, I think when you look at those two teams, and I think when you look at the Raiders this year, they're just four and four um, on the over-unders, and uh, Kansas City's four and five against the number. Last year, the Raiders were a huge over-bet. Um, I think it being a, a primetime game, Heidi, anytime it's a kind of an isolated primetime game, the betters tend to bet over. And you've got these two teams with these two quarterbacks, it's still one of the higher totals on the board. Uh, so I suspect we'll still see a lot of over money uh, coming in on the Sunday night game with the Chiefs and Raiders. And as far as uh, you know, the uh, the money line would go, where, where would you think that it would curve towards like, as far as who would be the favorite? Would it still be the Chiefs? Yeah, the Chiefs are definitely the favorite in the game. They're, they haven't ticked up to that um, key uh, field goal yet, but it's inching closer and closer. I think there'll be tremendous value for, for the Raiders at that number. And we've seen such a huge bias with locals here in Vegas, not only from a fan side of it, but backing the Raiders with their wallet as well. I don't think one loss is going to deter them. Raiders are still in a good spot overall in the division and the AFC. Uh, they beat the Chiefs last year once. They could have beaten them twice. I think they're, they're in a good spot here. It's a game they probably have to win to keep it rolling. But that AFC West is really competitive now. When you look at the Broncos, Chargers, you know, above 500, and then both the, the Chiefs and Raiders now as well. All four teams are above 500. All right. Well, we talked about those Jets and those Jags earlier on. Now I want to get your take on week 10 because there's some interesting matchups here. And I want to look ahead and see what you think about some of the action that's going to uh, come out of week 10 and some of the maybe good ones to look at. I think two games that really jump off the page to me. One, uh, is one of the earlier games, and that's the Browns and Patriots. Uh, Browns, who started the season at 3-1, and one, looked so good, then kind of had a couple of bad losses there. Um, they looked better without OBJ. I think uh, you look at Baker Mayfield, he wasn't trying to force the ball. Um, Nick Chubb played great. He is a COVID protocol right now. He is vaccinated, though there's still a chance he's going to play. But you look at these Patriots now at 5-4. and four, They're right on the heels of the Bills. They still play two games against Buffalo this year. So you can't rule uh, the, the Patriots out of it. The other one to me is the Seahawks and Packers. Not 100% sure that, that uh, Rodgers will be there. He's saying there's a small chance that he won't. A lot of controversy signing the Packers uh, in the offseason. Kind of the soap opera that surrounded them. They got beat week one. I'm anxious to see what kind of um, reaction the team has coming out this week. 
And it looks like Russell Wilson will be back for Seattle in a game that they have to win as well. So those are two of the games that really stand out to me in addition the Chiefs Raiders game on Sunday night football. Love it. Great stuff. Again, Chuck Esposito uh, from STN station casinos joining us here, the race and sports book director. Thank you again so much for your time, Chuck. And we'll look forward to talking to you again next week. All right, Heidi. Thanks. Enjoy the games this weekend. And I'll talk to you soon. Locals know the STN Sports app is the most trusted sports betting app in Nevada. They have convenient sign-up locations across Las Vegas. So download the STN Sports app today. Download and get a bonus up to $500 when you sign up at any of our convenient locations. Raiders football is finally back and there's no need to exhaust yourself searching all over the internet to find Raiders tickets anymore because TickPick, that's T-I-C-K-P-I-C-K, is the original no-fee ticket site and the only one you'll ever need as your go-to for all NFL tickets. TickPick got rid of all those awful service fees that the other ticket sites charge, which lets them guarantee the best prices on all of their NFL tickets. Don't believe it? If you can find better prices for the same seats on another site, TickPick will give you 110% of the difference in the purchase price. Now led under interim head coach Rich Bisaccia, everyone's going to want to see how the Raiders season continues to unfold and if they are in fact a playoff bound team. That's why you've got to visit TickPick.com slash Vegas Nation today to save $10 on your first order of Raiders tickets. Deshaun Jackson posting that he's in the facility trying on helmets. Any comment there? He, he signed his contract a little while ago. He's a Raider. Uh, he's, he's kind of a Bay Area kid, as you all know, who went to Cal. Um, he told us point blank in our Zoom call the other day he looked pretty good in the silver and black. All right. Welcome back to the Takeaways Edition here of the Vegas Nation podcast. Remember to check out all your Raiders news on VegasNation.com. Right now I'm joined with Harry Ruiz again, a Raiders Spanish radio broadcast and also La Nacion Raider founder. Um, Harry, when you think again about this Chiefs game coming up and all the things, the implications that could have down the line for this team, obviously the win is the most important thing for the Raiders uh, down the road here. But what have you seen out of the Chiefs that that you think could make uh, present a big challenge for this team. Patrick Mahomes, even though he's not the Patrick Mahomes that we've seen the last couple of years that he has taken the Chiefs to the Super Bowl, he's still dangerous and you never underestimate a guy like him. And he has weapons. He just hasn't been able to use them the way that he has been able to the last couple of years since he became a pro. So I would always be extra cautious with Patrick Mahomes. And that defense is where the Raiders has to, they have to capitalize on it. And I've always said as a member of the Raider nation, not just since they moved to Vegas, but I'm originally from LA. So I got a crazy uncle who made me a Raider fan and I've followed the team all my life. These divisional games, they always have that extra sauce. It doesn't matter what the records are. It doesn't matter what you did in your last game. It's just Raiders versus Chiefs, and the Raiders have to go out there and do their job, and they're going to play it with a, an extra intensity on the field. And the Chiefs last year, they learned from the loss they had from the Raiders and then ran the ball a lot in the other game that took possession out of the Raiders' hands. So when you start thinking about the matchups, and I know it's a little earlier, early in the week here to break it all down. Um, but when you think about the last games that these two teams have had against each other, where do you see the Raiders kind of finding the opportunities? Would it be more in the run game, the passing game? Where do you see it uh, on the field happening for them? Honestly, I just think they need to play their game. 
if they're able to implement the run game as the way they want to, and they did a way better job this past game against the giants. I think it was the third game with the most running yards for them in the 2021 season. If they can put that into play and get the ball off of Mahomes' hands, that would be great. But we know that the strength of these Raiders, they got a top 10 passing offense. So they got to look for it. And the, the giants, they've looked burnt. I mean, sorry, the chiefs, they've looked burn, vulnerable in this beginning of the season. So, uh, I would test them early and not just try to play conservative. Of course, what we know from Patrick Mahomes is that any given Sunday, he can put up 30, 40 points on the scoreboard, but that hasn't been the case in this 2021 season. So I wouldn't be scared of their offense uh, in the same way as we were last year. And I hope they are afraid of the Raiders offense because they know that if the Raiders put 30 on the scoreboard this year, that defense the Raiders have is going to be able to stop the opposing offense, at least not stop them completely, but limit them to under 25 and give the Raiders a better chance to win. Yeah. And if you think about the red zone struggles, we briefly touched on it a little bit before there, but when you think about what they might be able to do in the red zone to improve against the chiefs, who, what person do you think could be a difference maker for them that they haven't really yet utilized as much in the red zone? Foster Moreau. I mean, we saw him in the game where Darren Waller was out against Philadelphia. Moreau, he's a target down there. We saw it during his rookie season where, if I'm not mistaken, he put five touchdowns up on the scoreboard. Look for him. Use him. Capitalize on him. Darren Waller, I understand sometimes he has uh, two men on top of him trying to stop his progress, but... Foster Moreau doesn't. So look for him. In my opinion, he's a guy that you got to implement in all those red zone packages and not only blocking, but of course, being a target for Derek Carr. And Derek Carr throwing the leather around a lot. Like he almost had another 300 yard game. Of course, like you mentioned, the turnovers were the difference there in this game. But uh, do you imagine that in this game against the Chiefs, they continue just slinging the ball, especially based on what you've seen out of the numbers with the defense that the Chiefs have, have given up? I think they're fifth worst right now in passing yards given up uh, in the season. So is that just like a prime opportunity for Derek Carr to let it cook? I do. I do see it as a perfect uh, opportunity for them to be able to put up 300, 400 yards in the passing game, but don't abandon the running game. The Raiders still have to use Josh Jacobs and Kenyon Drake to keep the Kansas City Chiefs honest defensively and not letting them just be like, okay, let's just put seven guys back here and each one cover their guy and be able to limit what the Raiders do. No, you got to run, run the ball. That way you open opportunities with play action plays and have to get those linebackers and those safeties, keep them on their toes and make them be ready for whatever the Raiders can throw their way. So yes, it's a great opportunity for Derek Carr and the Raiders offense to just make that ball fly all around the field but you can't abandon your, the run game. Absolutely. Couldn't agree with you more. I love, I'm, I'm more of the old school smash mouth football mentality myself. Love seeing them get out there and get grimy on the field, take it, you know, taking it to the defenses and the chiefs, I think right now, pretty weak there. So this will be a good spot. I think for the Raiders to really uh, pound forward with the football and, and make them guess, make them miss uh, this big game again, Harry Ruiz. Thank you so much for taking the time to join me today. Please let everybody up there know where they can find you and any special projects that you might be working on or have coming out. 
Absolutely. On social media at Harry Ruiz on Twitter at Harry underscore Ruiz on Instagram, on Instagram and Twitter. I always post some of the highlights from the Spanish broadcast that I have with Cristiana Echeverria that you can hear here in Vegas on Deportes 1460, Deportes Vegas 1460 AM and all over California. I know we're in LA, San Diego, the Bay Area, Bakersfield and online DeportesVegas.com. You can listen to the game anywhere in Espanol and of course at La Nación Raider, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Everything is Raiders and everything is in Spanish. So there's a lot of Raider Nation members that are Spanish speakers that they want content in their language. And I try to provide them the best best coverage possible all the way out here from Las Vegas. And of course, La Nación on Deportes 1460 AM. First radio show that's 100% Raiders, 100% in Spanish. So Heidi, muchas gracias. Muchas gracias. A ti. I'm hoping I'm saying that correctly. I need to practice my Spanish more, but uh, I appreciate the time that you gave me today. And I'm looking forward to seeing everything that you have coming up. Buena suerte to you this week. And <laughs> I appreciate it. Vamos Raiders. Yeah, how Vamos my, How's my accent? Was that good? Did I it's, do okay? It's great. You <laughs> it's did amazing. <laughs> All right. Thank you, everybody, again, so much for tuning in to this edition of Takeaways on Vegas Nation. Check out everything that we're doing on VegasNation.com. Follow all my work at Heidi Fink on Twitter as well. And I appreciate so much, Harry, for coming on the show today. Harry Ruiz, again, La Nación Raider. All right. So thanks, everybody, so much for tuning in. I'll be back next week. Locals know the STN Sports app is the most trusted sports betting app in Nevada. They have convenient sign-up locations across Las Vegas. So download the STN Sports app today. Download and get a bonus up to $500 when you sign up at any of our convenient locations.